Hello. You are listening to En Her Element podcast, featuring Maria Elena Madokin and Leo Kadia Chwafe. Enjoy the show. This is Leo Kadia. Um, I'm just hopping on here to tell you that before we start the episode, I want to let y'all know that we have changed um, our episode release format. Um, so starting from today's episode, episodes will be released once a month, um, every second Thursday of the month. Um, definitely because of Marlon and I's schedules work i travel for work marla's in grad school works full-time our personal lives whatnot um we just found that it'll be easier that we record once a month and just bring all content once a month so definitely does mean there'll be a longer time period between episode releases but hopefully that gives us time to really hone in on the topics that we want to talk about um and do this well because even though this is a passion project we're not doing this really for clout or whatever um we really want our episodes to be good um but we also have busy lives and we want to be able to fit this in in our lives as well um so just hopping on here to let you all know that um and enjoy today's episode hello hi everybody welcome back happy new year happy new year it's 2023 is it yeah it's already (laughs) been president of times (laughs) Oh my God! <laughs> you know, Speaker of the house. <laughs> I just want to say that you can't make stuff up sometimes, yeah. and it, this whole thing was brother reality TV. If you don't know what's been happening, um, or if you're not American and you don't understand, and that's also very true. Um, essentially, there's a new Congress it's after midterm, so there's a new Congress this year. But in order for the House to proceed, they have to vote in the Speaker of the House. So the Republicans had a debacle among themselves with Kevin McCarthy and others because Kevin McCarthy wanted the House seat um, or Speaker's seat. Um, it has taken 15 votes and finally past midnight last night, he was voted in Speaker of the House. Um, and let me tell you, it was a debacle. The memes, there was almost a fight on the House yeah. floor. Oh. It was like, it honestly, like when I was watching C-SPAN, I was like, is this Parliament or Congress? Right. I'm real confused. Yeah, it's it's been, it's been wild. Yeah. And also, I think it's, it's not funny, but just it's hilarious, actually. It, it no, it is. But the comment I was going to make was that it is two years after oh. post January six, which that part's not funny. Yeah, it's funny in the sense of like, wow, the the, the timing. Yeah. You know what I mean. Well, I think that. Um, so for those of you again who aren't American or don't remember or aren't extreme ex- experiencing post traumatic stress disorder from January six, um, there was an insurrection on the Capitol, and the Capitol was breached for the first time in American history by domestic terrorists. That's, that, I mean, that's what they are. That's what they are. It's, it's like one of those, it was just like one of those things where, like, I think a lot of, a lot of people still to this day, and uh, specifically, I would say the right-wing ultra-conservatives, um, MAGA people, Trump people were trying to, like, sugarcoat it. But it was, like, one of those things where, like, if this happened anywhere else in the world and America saw it, one, America would America would be like, oh, we have to go protect democracy. Right, right. We which is, must. Which is a whole other thing. But 
to show the extreme of like, no, this was a very, very serious thing that happened on American soil, domestic terrorist. Um, and so ever since then, and even before then, the political climate has been very extreme. So just to like see what's happened on the speaker house on the house floor, it's like funny in the sense of like this hilarious, they can't get their shit together, but also very scary uh-huh. in the sense of like this man was just like, I'm gonna keep going. And the Republican party in this case is just so, so divided. They can't get their own shit together. And it's, it's just scary, especially for us, the American people, which like it will affect us, especially when they start make, making new bills, legislation, yeah. things like that. And like, like his acceptance speech I listened to this morning mm-hmm. was like full of like vitriol and like, you know, oh, you know, we want an America that is hard on crime and closes mm-hmm. the borders. And mm-hmm. it was all these digs at, it was absolutely digs at the Democrats. And I mean, who, who time and time again, except for one vote, voted unanimously mm-hmm. for Hakeem Jeffries. Mm-hmm. So, so, I don't know. For me, it's just scary because it also just speaks to, like, I. there's so much happening, but I think with the very extremeness and especially the right-wing extremeness that's, like, happening in the party, it's, like, one of those things where we're just now going to continue seeing it and like that's starting to take a hold in in this case the time of the republican party in that case mm-hmm. and like that's very scary because uh, now those who are moderates right and who are very much like i want re- i think yeah. kevin mccarthy was a moderate no for the he, most part no no he, no he, like he is but i think what's happening also is that a lot of little junior members and very mm-hmm. right right wing members are very much like i want to have a high position first of all you're a junior member you have to work up to it mm-hmm. but at the same time too it's speaking to like now they're taking a hold and he had to make a lot of uh concessions and yeah and backdoor with them, deals with like, them right uh, so i know that i posted on my instagram not our instagram um it's like you're gonna need congressional approval and you don't have <laughs> the vote, vote. It's, it's um so but it's so true right mm-hmm. like he did not have the vote he did not have the majority vote and he literally had to make these backdoor deals that we've seen since the inception of our country in order to get elected mm-hmm. as nominated and elected as Speaker of the House. And it's like, again, it's like, I wanted to be in the room where it happened. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you, someone right here was like, the, the Hamilton part two, I don't know. Like, yeah, Lemon exactly. well was like, what can I do in like 10, 15 years? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you so. know, so I don't know. So it's just, it's just like one of those things again where it is a very, especially I think midterms was a whole thing. Roe v. Wade was a whole thing last time. Like, we're just riding on a lot of waves where there's a lot of extreme politics happening. Um, and it's disheartening. Um, but also, we're just living in president times and. I just want an unprecedented moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like really hard mentally. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, our our topic today isn't on, you know, modern politics. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have something completely planned today, right? We did. We did. First of all, I want to talk about a little bit briefly, like New Year's. How was your Christmas, New Year's? Do we have New Year's resolutions this year? Do you do New Year's resolutions? So, I feel like we're—I feel like a society where like there's some strong opinions on it, and I want to hear your. It's thing. really funny because I think there are really strong opinions, and I mean, you know that I—I I am a healthy. I try to be a healthy person. You mm-hmm. know, I work out regularly. I exercise regularly. I drink 
water regularly. Um, it, but I think New Year's is always a time where people are like, oh, it is time to get a new me, new year, new mm-hmm. goals. And I was for a long time a big resolutioner. But mm-hmm. now it's like I know what my habits are. Mm-hmm. Now I, what I really want to focus on this year is how do I collect the data on if I'm actually making those habits happen or not. Mm. So I have a habit tracker and wow. I have an Excel spreadsheet. I'm dead. This is so you, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just like, I would just never make an Excel sheet, but. <laughs> so like I check off, like I have like, I, I've been taught through like motivate self-motivation and things like that. And also through my formation that like, you always want to check in with like the four, your four spaces in life. So like mm-hmm. your mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. or your education, family, work, mm-hmm. professional work, and then mm-hmm. finances. What's kind of where you want to stay, like, grounded and fixed <laughs> on. Um, but so I just decided to, like, focus on my mind, body, and soul. So it's mm-hmm. like, do I make my bed every day? Check that off. I tidy for 15 minutes a day. So my space is clean. And I know that when my mental health isn't there, I don't do those things. Mm-hmm. So now I can see, like, did I take my medicine? Did I take my vitamins? Right. And that's a little check mark. Mm-hmm. One, it gives me that ne- that that need of feeling accomplished and seeing that green check mark there. Mm-hmm. But it also sets me up for like just a really good time time management. How about mm-hmm. you? So I I stopped doing resolutions. I think a couple years ago, but now I started last year, and what I'm doing this year is I have a word for the year. Mm. Um, I resolutions are really good you didn't have a a new year's resolution but you decided to do scary things for your 26th year of life it was 25th oh 25th year and i and i and i and i did do that and my word for uh last year was perseverance actually um which it was really funny because i had that word at the beginning of the year and then i forgot i may had i had a word of the year and it was actually at my like birthday party uh when it was postponed uh in november i was talking to a really good friend of mine and she she was like she my friend alex she's very very good at asking like questions about people and very like very good introspective questions so she was asking me all these questions and then i remember that my word there was like perseverance so i kind of i feel like i went through that word and did all the things without remembering Mm. um which is great but this year i want to remember the word actually um so my word for the year is assertive um just because i'm not a very assertive person and, no. and that's <laughs> and I don't think that's like a bad thing but I I feel that I could work I can work on things to uh, I just like be more assertive and not have not as not have people tell me what to do but be able to I think make choices and decisions that I think are good for me mm. um and if it's not bad for anyone, or I guess in this case, bad for me, and should be cool to everyone as well, um, then, like, why not, you know? Um, so I just want to be more of an assertive person, so that is my word for the year. And so I like doing word of the year because, like, it's simple enough in the sense of, like, it's a word and, like, you know, it's just, like, one word. is like, a whole long list, but it's easy to implement the word in, like, different scenarios, mm. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, how can I be assertive in this situation or that? Or, like, what does it mean? And I think the word assertive can, like, mean – it has a specific definition, but it can – I think can mean different things depending on the scenario. Um, and I'm – so, for me, it's, like, easier to conceptualize. That. Yeah. 
So, no, I'm excited. I feel that. I think that I did a set of like I will statements today this year mm. as well. Like I will give thanks every day. Mm. I will, you know, something that was really big for me, and it's going to be really continue to be really big for me is I'm not going to say yes to any new commitments in 2023. That was big. That, that was big. Um, and so it's there's a lot on my plate. I have graduate school. I'm in a long distance relationship with a man that I absolutely adore. Um, and so I just, there's just, I'm not allowed. And I have been elected as chairperson. <laughs> she slipped that in. I was like, she gonna slip that in. No, you were looking at me like, is she gonna say this? And I'm like, I, I hope you do. Keep going. Um, chairperson of a really nice organization in Kansas City. It's a nonprofit organization that I love and respect. And I'm just so excited. But that also means that I can't say yes to anything else this year. Because that was um, your priority. And I'm, I'm just excited. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. New Year's is like, it, it can go either way. You know, there's people who love the holidays and I'm like, Oh, the holidays time to be with family. And mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't like the holidays. I don't like the pomp and circumstance that the holidays require or you're expected to have about it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I have your birthday present, your birthday present, your Jesus birthday present on the desk <laughs> over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't even notice. I, 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 uh, I, I, forgot, I forgot about it, honestly. Because <laughs> you were away for Christmas. So how was your Christmas? It was really good. I was in Atlanta for two weeks. That's where I'm from. Um, what? <laughs> what? She's from Atlanta? Um, no, it was just, it was like really simple. Like my family, it's just the four of us. Uh-huh. So we, it's not. <laughs> Like we don't have like a whole huge thing that we do, and for us, we're not Christmas time. You no, know, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to backtrack. And this is really what I'm about to say. It's really fine that you like the pomp and circumstance of like the holidays because I was I got my nails done the other day and I was talking to my nail person. Your nail person? Our, our nail person. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, our nail person that Marla actually uh re- recommended to me, which yes. has become my nail person. Um, but. She, I, she was saying because of her religion doesn't celebrate yeah. Christmas. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, and I was asking questions. Um, but she was saying that like was one thing she never has. To, we're saying how she never has to stress about the pomp and circumstance. Yeah, of it. and it was a really good point to make in the sense of just like if you are if you are if you're a person of the Christian faith, Christmas time is for. Celebrating Jesus. We're celebrating Jesus. And then also, if you're not a person of faith, it has become a time of, like, let's get together. Yeah. But like, let's get it's... together. <laughs> but I think the idea, though, of just having it so much, it's really stressful. And the fact that people obsess over gifts, like, getting a good gift for someone is great and important. But it's also one of those things where it's, like, it's become so materialistic and, like, people stress out for months on end. Mm-hmm. And... For me, personally, Christmas time is not about that. It's really just about being with people that you love and care about, you know? Or just a time of rest, right? And so that's what it was for me. It was just the four of us. We just, like, chilled. I was there for two weeks. We had a good time. And then I came back. So nothing major. And also went to bed right before... Not right before. Like, before the clock struck midnight for New Year's. And I was very happy. I did that last year. And I totally, absolutely think that that's one of the most adult things you can do is just go the fuck to sleep i i was just like you know <laughs> uh, people in australia had their new year's like six seven hours ago <laughs> my family and like france 
Europe and like actually Kendall had room. it six or seven hours. Right. Ago. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it was like one of those days where it was like, you know, the new year is happening already. Yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. And it's, it's still going to be like, it's going to be 2023. And like, regardless. So yeah. we did that and it was really great. So uh, those of you who can't see it because this is an audio only podcast, I'd like to let us to, to give you guys a visual example of the podcast dog that we have right now who you might hear shaking his head because he wants to be right in front of our podcasting mechanism. Uh-huh. So I apologize if you hear pet scratches. He's, and just, he's just really, it's just by the entire time we're talking, I'm just looking, I'm like, what's it, what's it going to do? Yeah. He's just like, he's not making any noises, but he's just like, he's happy to be alive. mom, I just want to be on you on top of you and next to you. Mom's working. Mom, mom, <laughs> mom, mom, be my mom. I need you to be my mom right now. <laughs> so yeah i'm excited for the new year but i'm also ready to just have some normal life happenings mm-hmm. but with the holidays you know the funny thing about the holidays actually i cut you off do you i i i just cut you off <laughs> did you want to do that good okay i was gonna say you know with the holidays you know, you know, it's a great time for everyone to get together. You know, love is in the air, the what? mistletoe thing. I never really understood the mistletoe thing, but that's beside the point. You know, everyone's like, this is the perfect time to like make things official. And by making these it's official cuffing season. It, it, first of all, it is cuffing season, you know. Um, second of all, and by official, I mean like put a ring on it, you know, and like that's our topic today but i think in a matter of weeks we had we had in friends in common we had at least two at least two at least two i have one i knew i had a college a friend from college we don't really talk but she another good friend from college her yeah you're also 25 26 26 yeah so now you're in the middle you're in the thick of it yeah so i'm in the thick of it which is kind of just really be like oh wow everyone's which is like five. Everybody's like, getting. Are you engaged? I no, I'm not engaged. Of course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you engaged? Of course I'm not. <laughs> no, but of course I'm not engaged. So I think our our topic is like we've there's the theme of the holidays is great, and there's a lot of I think engagement stuff happening, which is nothing wrong with that. But I think our topic today, uh, I think focuses on like the pressure of engagements mm-hmm. or lack of engagements right mm-hmm. or may lack of being in a relationship however you want to like view mm-hmm. it um and i think we're we're gonna talk about like, i think the pressure we received in our like mutual like friend group mm-hmm. as well which i think is gonna speak and for me it's gonna be really hard to talk about it in the sense of like it can diverge to like culture catholicism culture may work because we're in the midwest right there's so many different factors yeah. that come to it that like it's gonna be it's gonna be overwhelming. So how should we start? Um. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess something that I thought of when we first thought about this topic was the fact that we've talked about this. Like, my womanhood doesn't um isn't based on my my marital status, mm-hmm. and I think that unfortunately, in some of those groups that we that we find ourselves in, especially the Catholic groups, mm-hmm. people's, people's for, me for me is the Catholic groups, but for sure. Like, it's like, you're not, like, you're not complete until you found your vocation. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and 
no one would ever outwardly say this, but but they really that's how people act. Like you're not complete until you have your vocation. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you're whole and complete because you're a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like until you find your vocation, it's like something is missing. And I think that people are not okay with the fact that you can be completely whole and entire and not be in a relationship. You can be completely whole and entire in a relationship that you're not engaged in. You can be completely whole and entire in a married relationship. Mm -hmm. But also the opposite is true. You can feel like you're empty inside and be in a loving relationship and the loving in the seemingly loving marriage. Mm -hmm. You can be empty inside and hurting inside and be in a long term relationship. You can be empty and hurting inside when you're single. And I think that that's what people don't realize is that unless you see the internal struggle, Mm -hmm. you really can't make this judgment of like, well, you must be so lonely. You must be dying to get married. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, I just talk about, I guess, like the experience I had specifically on New Year's Eve, on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. we had a mutual friend of ours get mm-hmm. married, mm-hmm. get married, get engaged. <laughs> and they were, they were, they looked as happy, you know, as happy as two engaged couples can I, look. I hope so. <laughs> right. And like, they look so in love and, uh, you know, everybody. And I was excited. I yelled, I screamed. I was so excited. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm not this bitter old 30 year old lady mm-hmm. who is like, you're mine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was happy and excited, but then not allowing people to live in this joy, this very joyous moment that they're having, someone turns around and goes, so, when are you going to get engaged? And I was like, well, first of all, since I'm not the one asking, I don't really know. <laughs> right, right, right. And this, yeah, so you, you, you can't make right? it, yeah. I'm not opposed to asking, but I think most of my friends would be like, oh, you know, he's supposed to ask you. You know, right. and so there's that. But also, I also don't want to ask anyone to marry me. But anyway, That's I digress. <laughs> um, but if you want to ask your boyfriend to marry you, ladies, go right you, ahead. You know how to do it. You you do whatever you want. Yeah. The point is that you there's an understanding that your significant other Correct. will propose to you, and Correct. everyone's on the same page. And I, I think we're all on the same page. Uh-huh. Um, but ultimately. They turned around to me and they're like, well, when are you going to get engaged? And I was like, I'm so at peace where I am right now as a professional, as a person who's in graduate school, as a dog mom. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's got to take care. Someone's got to take care of this little study buddy buddy. <laughs> um, and I'm whole, complete, and entire in this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't think people take stock in in feeling that emotion enough because mm-hmm. we're always searching for the next thing. And especially in relationships, like in our group of friends, like the ultimate goal is marriage. So you only date to towards marriage. So it's like, mm-hmm. which, which is like, I understand it and it's antiquated, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I get it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, yes, I'm going to get married to this person, I must, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with just living my present moment now mm-hmm. and enjoying mm-hmm. this. I feel like we rush, our friends tend to rush into marriage for various reasons that I don't know if I want to go into because that's their life and I, I don't know them. I don't know. There's the, no need to. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what decisions go into that. But I think 
when we rush into these decisions, it's like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited for you, but I also, like, at the same time, like, I can take my time and I can also judge people who are doing it what I think is a little too fast. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, the fact of the matter is, like, everybody could do it at their own pace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'll it's kind of funny. My I'm gonna start kind of my little story, mm-hmm. and then which will back up yours. So uh, the next day, actually, <laughs> actually, so this is by the time is the next day. Um, I went to go see uh like these group of friends. Um, and I happened it was I happened to be on the way to see my significant other who lives a bit far from where I live. Um, and so I was like, I you know I was going to see them. I was like, better say on my friends, right? Because I was also gone for two weeks. We say hi, like we're chatting. And like, I was like, yeah, I'm on the way. I'm on my way to see like my significant other, this and that. And they're asking questions about him because they don't know him that well, right? So I'm like saying all these things. Um, and at this point right now, we've been dating about like, what, six, seven months. So not a long time, right? And then one is like, oh, so like, like Leo Kadia, like, you're you're like what's happening like you you think he's the one like you're gonna you know get married do whatever and like and I was just very much like oh well I'm like I I was like I I don't know I'm not thinking that far I'm just like very happy where I am at the present moment like we're doing well and this and that I don't see any need to like rush into it um and then I was like either way I was like I whoever I'm with I wouldn't I will have to date at least two years before like having a ring on it. And they were very like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, they were like shook as if I said, like, shooketh, shooketh as if I said 20 years or something like that. And I was just like, no, well, at the moment, like, my career is really important to me. I really want to figure that out. And also, I really need to figure out who I am as a person. Mm. And also, at the same time, I'm like, I was like, personally, for me, for me, this is me being judgy, but personally for me, eight to nine months is not long enough time to get engaged with someone. But I was like, personally for me, and one was like, you'll be 27. And I was just like, I was like really shook. And I was like, my mom got married at 33 and she had me at 34 and proceeded to have two more kids after me. I think she did okay. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was just very, it was very frustrating. And it was funny because it was the day after you and we had talked between those in, two. in between those yeah. two and you had mentioned like the pressure you're feeling and I was upset for you because I was just like well I mean two years is like long and like not a long time in the grand scheme of time yeah. and then also as you mentioned you're in a long distance relationship so like and I'm 30 and god like, god forbid right god forbid so, god like, forbid and the, mm-hmm. the thing is like and you know I've been having a lot of anxiety about being old mm-hmm. and not being of childbearing years anymore mm-hmm. which isn't an actual thing just in case you guys were all wondering right everything's still working down there mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I shouldn't have anxiety about that but it's this external pressure that I feel when I'm just, but when I'm w- me with myself and where I'm at like I don't I don't feel this pressure right no I feel I'm I'm very fine and where I am where I'm at and it was I was just very frustrated because like I was like, why are they putting this pressure? First of all, I was like, if they're putting this pressure on me, what about you? But I was upset because I was like, it's only been like seven months. Like, I know this person well, but also don't know this person well. If you like think about it, it's like seven months is so minuscule in the grand scheme of time. So I was just like, 
why is like this pressure? And I think it just made me also really upset because also explained I was like, I've also been in a relationship before where I felt like this and that wasn't like accepted and whatnot. And especially me who is like ambitious and like wants a career. I was like, I want to focus on that. It hasn't been accepted before in the past, this and that. And like, they were very upset when I, upset maybe strong word. They're very, maybe also disappointed um, when I said that because I think it they're very much like your vocation right Mm -hmm. is like marriage right I think in our in our catholic faith like Mm -hmm. your your vocations either call to married life call to religious life uh and like consecrated virgins single singleness right so like it's one of those things if you're not on any of those paths or working to those paths then it's like quote-unquote you're doing something wrong or something's wrong with you yeah right I don't and I don't think necessarily anyone would say that but that's the way we act no right no one no one's saying to me oh look you're doing the wrong thing but like that's how they acted and so I think for them they're like disappointed that I was putting like career over this and Mm. I'm not it's just I'm just not at I'm not the face I'm also actually really not ready to get married right yeah like it's funny I told my significant other afterwards because I was talking about this conversation and I was like this this happened and I was like you better not propose to me and he was like I am not going you talked to your boyfriend about it I did because I was I think I came home like so upset yeah because afterwards I was very like uh and also I was like you won't believe what happened and he was just like no 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 um but it was also funny because we have i have another friend who um is getting married uh soon and like her courtship was like pretty short as well too and and my significant other was telling me he's like your friends get married really quickly (laughs) and that was the first conversation that we had about like a month ago and he was just like i he's like i have nothing for you i was like i do not expect anything yeah but all that to say um i think the idea of like vocation um, and this idea of you're not in this Catholic culture that we live in um, is just very much if you're not working towards that or not on that path, like you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's very much like I, my belief of vocation is very much like, yes, there's like I think there's vocation in the traditional Catholic sense of mm-hmm. the three things I stated. But also like what is vocation? Vocation like means, it's following the will of God. Right. Well, vocation mm-hmm. means following the will of God. Also, it's like a calling too. Mm-hmm. So like there's other aspects of your life that you're called to and like vocationed to if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. like the field that I work in I feel very much called to do that mm-hmm. and I want to ex- your life work right like my career is my life like mm-hmm. I, that is how I want my life to be but with that being said like I have to explore what that looks like right and I'm not I'm not done exploring that so vocation means different things in my head and the fact that there's this like right or wrong way is upsetting and I'm more of just like if you want to date a short period of time and get married you can do that I may I may look at you funny I will I mean but I will also support you I'm gonna be happy and excited for you but I'm still gonna think like Mm -hmm. okay you know and I think the biggest thing is like for me like first of all our group of friends don't know how to talk to me like that because I'll shut that shit down Mm-hmm. Like, they know. They know they make one little comment, and then I'm going to come at me again. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know who you're talking to like that. Second of all, I don't care who you are. I'm going to talk to you the way I, you need to be talked to. <laughs> I said what I said. She said what she said. Um, But I think I didn't choose to be not married till 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that my life played itself out. Yeah, that's true. So, like, 
there's times in my life where I agonized over not being married Mm -hmm. and agonized over not being in a serious, committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. I'm getting so emotional. Yes, baby. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But now I'm finally in a place where I'm very at peace with where my life has brought me. Mm-hmm. And I and I wish that people would celebrate with me that peace that I have in the same way that I'm celebrating their engagements mm-hmm. and their happiness. Right. No, I agree. And also, I think my big thing is very much like if you want to choose that path of getting engaged or after a short period of time, you can do that. I think what upsets me is like when you look down or judge or like think others are not doing the right, the right thing the right what is the right thing right i'm just kind of like i'll do my thing and you do your thing right like and that should be fine and that's the part that gets me upset is like so when our when my friends was like talk to me about this that's i just got really upset by them being like oh like you should like you're doing like the wrong right thing and I think it's also one of those things that we have like talked about in the past too of just like for me in my perspective I think this kind of goes into like the Catholic culture that we are in um and also I think it kind of maybe speaks to a little bit about being in the Midwest too because I've experienced Catholicism that I experienced I experienced it differently when I was living on the east coast and maybe because I was in a different period of my life that I'm in now. Um, But I think that's like a factor in it as well. Um, I don't know. It's just like frustrating. Also, it's just this internal pressure, at least for me, it makes me sometimes I'm like, am I doing things the right way or the wrong way? But I'm also very comfortable where I am at the same time too. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny when you talk about the Midwest and I think that 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 could definitely be something. That's what sure. I, exp- I exp- when I moved here, I was like, yo, this is not Washington, D.C. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, and like, I just think that like, when I, you know, it's so funny. I had a friend, I, I use that term very loosely because she doesn't listen to this podcast and she's frankly not a nice person, <laughs> oh, okay. she said it. but she, um, she was from Texas and she was this beautiful, tall, slender, and I'm not making fun of her because she's tall or slender. She just thought that her shit didn't stink. And she would like, she was in New York and she's like, these guys in New York don't even know how to treat a lady. Don't they know I'm a Southern belle? And I'm like, you're in New York, honey. I'm like, like, no one gives a shit. Leave that behind. They're going to run you over. (laughs) Them and the rats will run you over. (laughs) But I digress. I digress. But that's so true that in, um, you don't realize that until you're you're forced to see dating in different cultures. Mm-hmm. Like in Texas is even different than dating here. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, like maybe it is because like my significant other is from the East Coast, but he's also like from the world. Like he's, he, he belongs to, he's a citizen of the world, you know? Um, I don't know. Your significant other grew up everywhere too grew up everywhere lived everywhere lived abroad lived in the states yeah um you know he just he, he just has a different perspective on it i think also particularly for him and his like friend group too like one it's we talk about like our fr- our mutual friend group is like our catholic friend group he's not part of that kind of like world uh-huh. but at the same time too uh a lot of his friends who are starting to get married also started like dating like in college yeah right so a lot of them have been together for like 
six, seven, eight years, something, you know what I mean? So at this point, they're also like, those friends are like, oh, we should get married because we've dated for a long period of time and we're very confident in our relationship. So like, so his experience is like very different with that our, our, our yeah our experiences are very different sometimes we compare and we're just like this is very intriguing <laughs> well I think and I think that that's it that's one of the hardest things and I'm gonna say this and I don't mean it in a judgmental way mm-hmm. comparison is a thief of joy oh for sure so for it's like sure. we don't have to compare and as long as you're happy and you're comfortable like you know when I my my one friends that got engaged I was so over the moon. I called them crying. Like, mm-hmm. I remember being at the beginning of their relationship. Like, before the relationship was That's a thing. So cute. I was, was there. I was there. there. Oh. Shout out. You guys know who you are. The beginning of time. From the beginning Hi. of their time together. <laughs> um, I kept secrets from the rest of our friends so that they can continue doing what they were doing. I'm very proud of myself for that. <laughs> um, and now they're engaged, you know? So like, I- I'm not coming from you from like a grumpy gills. I'm just coming from a place where it's like, if people are finding peace with what they're doing, allow people that space to be peaceful and joyful. And like, we need to stop putting societal pressures to like, for sure. And I think for me, my, takeaway is that like if you're not in that season that's fine but I think I'm gonna say you're circling back to what we said before like you should not and are not tied to your lack or if marital status like you're not Mm -hmm. like tied to that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and like you're you're your own individual Mm -hmm. human being so you're even if you do become married or right or enter like Mm -hmm. a very like long relationship like you're still your own individual human being and like your needs and your wants Mm -hmm. and like the life that you envision for yourself is like very very important too so like I think that was that's the thing that like I want to get at is just like you are more than that. Like, that doesn't mm. define you. It's mm-hmm. a part of you, right? right, right. But it doesn't define and you. also not saying, for those of you who might be listening to this podcast, I'm not saying that I don't want to get engaged and get married and, you know, mm-hmm. start a family. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I very much want those things, but I'm okay with the fact that it's just not happening just yet. Right. And that's totally I fine. feel like it's also very healthy. No, it's healthy. My, and see, and we talked about, and we've talked about, like, the importance of, like, a season. Uh-huh. I like, I like the season, the word season that you use, but, like, I, one of the things I was trying to explain to this friend group, especially with the, as a, at least two years, I will have to wait at least two years, and a lot of that is just, like, how, I need to see this person in as many different spaces, spaces of, life, of yeah. life as, like, possible, whether that means, like, traveling together like how do we argue right mm-hmm. how do we like compromise or like how what how like do, how do they deal with their mental health right you know <laughs> what I mean and like for me me personally eight to nine months is not a lot of time yeah, you know no, for like, sure like I think of all like my closest friends that like I have and know and like the ones that are very dear and close to me I've there they've always been at least three four five years right Mm -hmm. but like part of the reason why those friendships are really good and strong like you for example is like we've seen each other in so much span of time that like we just like trust and like love each other in a very different way than when we first met you know what I mean so the same can be applied to like romantic relationships too Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so 
I I just need I just need time. Also, as someone who like grew up with like trauma oh, and like experience it, I think yeah. that's another thing too. Like experience. I think that I think mm-hmm. that this very specific group of friends we're talking about don't understand how that plays into it. And I think that as two women who have a lot of trauma surrounding our parents of origin and their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to fuck with that. Yeah. I'm not trying to fuck with that. I'm not saying that, like, one day I'll get married and, like, there's always a possibility it could end up in divorce or be, like, bad. But with that being said, because I have this, like, experience as someone who, like, witnessed it firsthand, I'm very much, like, for me, also because, for me, in my point of view, marriage is, like, a covenant, is a promise before, Mm -hmm. like, God is, like, a vow. Like, I'm not trying to go in and half-ass it and then be like, oh, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Well, that being said, I also want to make sure, because I have the opportunity to create a life and a family with a said person, why not make it how you think it should be? Mm -hmm. If you have, like, you don't choose your family, but you can make your family, right? You would choose your spouse. You very can, much choose, you, can, you can choose you don't your, choose your family but you choose your spouse you can choose your spouse right and so for me i'm just like i'm not trying to fuck with that like i need to see you and like also have my own shit that i need to work mm-hmm. on so i think with that experience too i'm just like i'm not trying to like fuck with it and like, i think for me i always wanted to get married really young mm-hmm. but i would not have been the quarter of the wife that i could possibly be now and i'm not even saying like I, I don't feel like I'm 110% ready for marriage, mm-hmm. but I think, like, no one's ever 110% ready until you do it, right? Right. Um, but I'm so much better of a woman, of an arguer, of a conveying my emotions without being emotional kind of person. Mm-hmm. Maybe my significant other might um, not necessarily agree, but I'm just saying, like, I definitely can see the growth of who I am as a person mm-hmm. for sure and I know for me too and something that you've like exp- or mentioned to me um which I know is makes sense I'm someone that like if I'm very much in a relationship I really like jump in like head what? on what? <laughs> <laughs> so I think also for me too especially I think this time around particularly I'm very much trying to like yes I very much care about the said person but I'm also very much like trying to be like I think check in with myself a lot more mm. and be and be like you know like are we where we want to be like are we expressing what we need is there you know what I mean like yeah. I'm very much trying to like do that so which is going to take time right you know what I mean so all that being said I am in no rush I am very happy also realistically I am not ready to get married i'm not gonna ask someone if i myself am not even like close to like ready right. you know what i mean i still have a little more life i want to live before i have to um, settle, settle down settle down and honestly the idea of settling down scares me a little bit so yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna do that if i'm a little scared right any other final thoughts no well yeah i think honestly don't ask your friends who are in relationships when they're getting engaged. Don't no, don't do don't. that. Just don't. Just it's be just happy like, for everyone. It's just like you don't go around asking fat people if they're pregnant. 
it's true, right? You just, you know, you just don't. You, you, those are things society you just don't do and shouldn't do. I think this is like, <laughs> this is like one of those things. You what know? does the baby do? Right. Actually, I do have a final thought, actually. And I well, I have a final thought. Okay, so you know, say your final thought. Well, I have to look for my final thought. Oh, okay. Thought. So my final thought is if you're listening to this and you want to buy me a ring, my size is seven and three quarters. She... Just so you guys need to know. <laughs> Did you hear that? I'm just saying. Did I'm you, just saying. Did you hear that, everyone out there? Just, <laughs> just so you know. Just so you know. Um, any. Specific- I'm not opposed to getting engaged. That's all I'm saying. I'm dead. Okay. And you know, but I'm also okay with where I am right now. Okay. There's actually. <laughs> if you heard that. Just, just, just know. store that. Store that. Okay. Actually. Okay. So there's this post. By live your damn life. Look at damn life. I, I posted like so, I posted it on my story a while ago. By a while, I mean like a week ago. Anyway, the post is engagement, marriage, pregnancy, new baby, all wonderful things to celebrate. But they are not the only things. Mm. Don't forget to also celebrate your friend who went back to school. Whoop, whoop. Start her own business. Left a dead-end job. Mm-hmm. Left a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Adopted a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. Ran a marathon. Yeah. Healed from trauma. Bought her own home is make it a better life for herself. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are all equal in the sense of like they're all things to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. So that is actually my final thought. That, so. that is a great final thought to end on. Thank you, thank you. It's my live your damn life, not my words. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's so fantastic. Much better than my silly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, just shoot your shot. I- information is good to know. I'm glad I knew this information yeah. today. Yeah. You know, I needed to know it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jersey would like to say thank you for listening to On Her Element podcast. My name is Marilena Mariquin. And I'm Leah Cadia Trofe. Until next time, stay hydrated, take your vitamins, and be kind. And remember to always come as you are. Bye for now. Bye. Say bye, Jersey. <laughs> Jersey, say bye. Say bye. <laughs> say something. <laughs> 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 not nice <not as> quiet <laughs>